Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the podcast. This is Nikki Glazer Podcast. Coming at you two times a week. It's the best we can do. Um, this, I have a feeling, might be one of the best podcasts we've ever done. I'm just going to call it early. <laughs> I just have a good feeling about it. I'm I'm astral projecting that this will be one of the best ones. Um, I'm in a good mood. I'm alone in my hotel room right now in Hollywood. I'm still out here in Los Angeles. I'm doing the Kelly Clarkson show tomorrow. Check that out on Wednesday. I believe it will air on Wednesday as well. Um, and I'm joined by, uh, of course, Anya Marina, who you just heard her song. She will be on the road with me this weekend in Kalamazoo and Joliet, Illinois. Hey, Anya. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Noah is also here. Hey, Noah. Hi, BB. Habibi. <laughs> and then joining us, I'm going to get this intro right. He is a stand-up comedian called by TBS, one of the funniest comedians working today. He's the host of the game show Idiot Test on Game Show Network and streaming on Game Show Ch- Central. He was one of the stars of Chelsea Lately, and he's currently a lead anchor and contributor for The Young Turks. His critically acclaimed second hour special be- uh, titled Ben Glebe, The Mad King, just dropped on YouTube. Kelly Carlin, daughter of George Carlin, tweeted, from the official George Carlin Twitter account. I think you'll like this special by Ben Glebe. It reminds me of elements of my dad's approach. Please welcome Ben Glebe. Love that intro, wow. Ben. Well, thank you so much. You made it up off the top of your head, so you got to thank yourself. <laughs> it was from my heart, really. Um, and uh, no, I was so impressed that you sent a whole like email of 
you're just so organized and it like intimidates. Well, it doesn't intimidate me and it, it I, I meant to say infuriates me. <laughs> well, I also sent it's, it nine minutes ago, so it's not like well, I'm super organized. That's a good point. Okay, that really does, uh, you know, it loses some of its luster with the fact that you did send it um, o- almost late. But it's the fact that you're so organized that you're so, um, like yesterday I did a podcast, Chelsea Alvarez's podcast, um, Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Uh, well, I forget that's the name of it anyway it's on my story if you want to check it out but it's we covered the harry um prince harry book and because i don't i was about to say his last name and i realized i don't know it harry windsor is that it (laughs) i have no idea what is his last name (laughs) harry sussex i don't know markle markle harry markle (laughs) (laughs) and um well anyway they were at like um can you send us a picture that we can use for the promo and i was like i don't have one i don't have I don't know what picture I would, I don't have press pictures. I was going through my phone for like 20 minutes trying to find, and I was like, do I use a stand-up picture? No, this doesn't fit it. What's a picture that says, I've read a book once. <laughs> like I, I needed like a, a not like a set, there were like sexy photos. I'm like, that's not book photo. Like I just don't have like a press kit. I and, think a photo um, I have a of you. Kit, a depression kit. <laughs> <laughs> a photo of you reading a book would be very perfect. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Just kind that's of peering over the top like a sexy blurry, librarian. Like, uh, uh, it's like a Bigfoot photo because it's not going to. Uh, so I read on my phone. So it, a picture of me looking at my phone might suffice. I know I've seen a Nikki Glazer photo behind some Warby Parkers just like peering out sexily with your bob. Maybe it was during Nikki and Sarah Live days. Oh, we're wearing glasses. Short haircut because I thought that, that would fix my relationship safe. or whatever was happening <laughs> at the time. God, I don't know why I did that. Bleached my hair, cut it real short. It was really? definitely like inner look. struggle. Well, of course, you got it going on, girly. <laughs> the other so day, you, you were like, I want to chop my hair off. Yeah, because I'm unwell inside. <laughs> the other day, I, I was not feeling good. You were in a relationship and you and your partner was like, look, things are great. If just only your hair was shorter and bobbier. <laughs> no guy has ever wanted their girlfriend <laughs> to get shorter hair in the history no. of heterosexual men. Ever. Ever. No. But we trick ourselves into thinking bangs or a shaved head will help or like a pixie cut will be good. It's just, what is that desire to just change things up? Ben, you look like you have a, a different look going right now. It's a, a cleaner cut. That Did you just get a haircut? I got a haircut very recently, and I, and I got rid of my beard that I usually grow. It's now just stubbly, but it's getting that. back. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that beards are a sign of depression and or big transition in men's lives? Mm. Uh, I've heard like either growing a beard or cutting. Yeah. Okay, good. What, what happened? Yeah, we have evidence to support that right now. <laughs> ben, ben, how are you feeling today? Um, given your you know recent life change you were engaged now you're not can we say that that was part of you your intro totally, i skipped you over can totally that was, that was the biggest That's part of my intro known mostly from his <laughs> random unengagement that happened just that last you had year to announce on instagram yeah. which is you know when you announced it on instagram i thought because i already knew about it it had maybe been a month after it had happened that you announced it maybe a little bit more is that right yes you got to right announce it. I realize I go, maybe he didn't need to do that. And I go, no, he does. Because people who know him know he was with her. If somehow he's behaving in a certain way, like a single guy on his stories or in other posts, girls are going to start, people are going to start going, this fucking asshole, what's he doing? So it, pe- people roll their eyes when people announce, like, we've decided to separate. And 
but you you shouldn't roll your eyes because I I at first was like no one needs to know but then I go yes they do because you suddenly are gonna not have her in pictures and people are gonna start speculating so you kind of just got to get it out of the way uh, what what was your like this thought process leading up to that announcement yeah I mean it was exactly that it's that you know obviously there's gonna be thousands of videos of women throwing themselves at me now and I needed. <laughs> cover for that for people to <laughs> think i'm realize i'm not a dirtbag that was letting that happen just because my fiance cut her hair short or something you know <laughs> <laughs> so i had to announce it plus yeah i just i also don't like to try to be as honest as i can about my life and i don't even i didn't really want to like to archive the engagement post that we had had a few months earlier it's an important part of my life that you know you can't change your past and i didn't want to like hide it plus yeah. you know so I wanted to instead just update people and they can go and see the whole the whole the whole messed up story, you know? Yeah. I think that's I mean, really brave. Can I, I ask agree. a question about that? Because I have a weird um thing that I would love to get rid of. It's a like an Your obsession. <laughs> I'm afraid of like people pitying me or I hate it. I, I don't know if I'm afraid of it. I don't like pity, condescension. I don't like comments on Instagram like the chin up girl or like anything resembling pity i hate it mm. so i would be afraid if i was in that position that i'd get comments like pitying or do you, do you have that at all or what were the some of the most uncomfortable comments or feedback you've gotten either online or off or do you not have any no i definitely got the full range of comments i just don't really care i mean i get so much hate you know typically and you get so much like disgusting things and videos i do on the young turks i'll get death threats and i'll get people you know saying the worst things in the world to me so i didn't mind a little bit of pity because it just actually made me feel like there's some good people out there mm -hmm. some people being like stick with it you'll be fine I'm like oh wow there's someone that doesn't want Aww. me to die or think i'm an asshole so right. i thought that was fine and not that i was looking for pity but i didn't mind kind comments coming from people maybe it's different for men like i feel like men are fine with pity but if a woman's like ditched or or they assume that she's been right. rejected it's like a real i don't know it's definitely I don't have that same thing i kind of like pity as well i like when someone feels like sorry for me because i you know the, i think i struggle with feeling sorry for myself and i never mm -hmm. like let that in or if i do i feel too indulgent and go look at your life you shouldn't feel so to have someone else kind of go no this is this sucks. I would hate to be wh where where you are. It doesn't bother me uh, uh, that much. That's I wonder cool. what that is in you that doesn't like people oh, to feel I'm sorry for like, you. I'm always like, you don't know anything about what's going on with me. Like people project so much onto me, and then mm. I don't like other people reading that. And obviously, it's like, who cares what other people think of you, or what other people think of what other people think of you? None of it really matters. But it does matter probably to my ego that it. You know, like if somebody were to write, oh, that sucks. So loser like you know cheated on you and let's say they don't know the story of why i broke up with someone i would hate that i would want to be like correction this is actually what happened don't right. project your weird ideas onto me or i don't know i just don't like people knowing too much about my life or or projecting well, what if onto they just it? wrote something i'm so sorry that you're going through that like That'd something nice. more vague i mean that would be fine who's getting specific like that fucking bitch cheated on you <laughs> i don't know you poor thing no one will ever love you again oh people write stuff like that people write really? some stuff like that yeah i got some on both sides people said i did people said she did 
Right. People like to, well, obviously projection, people wanting um, things that have happened in their own relationships to happen in others so they don't feel so alone. But like, was there a part of you that was waiting to post that because you thought maybe it'll turn around? And yeah. then was that kind of like mm. the final nail in the coffin for you of like, okay, I'm really letting this one go. Like I'm burying this by announcing it. Yeah. I mean, to speak a thousand percent, honestly, I, that's why I waited a month. You're right. But then also part of me in posting it thought that maybe posting it would make, would be like yeah. the last chance she would see that and then be like, what have I done? And like, Come yes. running in the rain to my door and and say I've made a terrible mistake. Is it? Yeah. Oh God. Is there? Is it getting easier? Um, like emotionally, or is it still coming in like waves of just like sat? Like, is it? Do you feel it letting up a little bit? It is. It is getting easier. Um, but it still does come in waves. That said, you know, like I just messaged you after like a month of silence, like a I don't know a week ago, and said like. Yeah. I'm still a mess. I don't know what's happening. And every time mm -hmm. I pop, like when I go out, you know, I'm, I'm trying to date again. And when I go on dates, I'm have a great time or if I'm focused on work or from specifically watching something on, on TV or whatever, I'm fine. But still like pretty much most of the time, whenever I have a moment to think, I get a little messed up by it. You know, I, it's, it's just, it's just still so weird. It's still so, like shocking and just like stunning that somebody I thought I was going to spend my life with, I don't talk to anymore and can't really talk to. And that's the very weirdest weird. part it's, is that it doesn't you go even make from sense. everything to nothing. And there's yeah, how does no that happen? in between. How there's does that no, happen? Like, we'll just hang out and so because it doesn't I seem right at all. It doesn't. And that's what, that's the really risk that you take in starting a relationship with anyone is like, there's a really good chance we're we're gonna hate each other at the end of this. I mean, right. really good chance. I mean, how often? But no one ever thinks that. You never no. talk about that up top. You never think it. You think for sure you're gonna stay together forever, or it'll just be perfect ending and happy. And like, I just don't get that. Like, one of the last texts I sent her was like, I think Gwyneth Paltrow's conscious uncoupling phrase is pretty lame, but I think the idea is right on. It's like why do you have to make it hard? We can just make it easy on ourselves. We can be friends. We can. And then I got a solid no response to that. So, so and I'm pretty sure I'm blocked now on text because it turned green instead oh, of blue. Oh no, or she got and an so, Android and that is, she's really changed. Trust me. <laughs> she's I, hurting. Yeah. <laughs> she's I know her. Poor. She would, she would much rather block me than ever have an Android. So <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure. We were sure. talking about it the other day, how Android's like, you just see green text pop up and you just kind of go, ugh. Oh, like, I there's know. a judgment that you can't help. And it's based on capitalism and consumerism yeah. and just the most shallow thing. But it, I can't help it. It doesn't matter that I know it doesn't, that I, I know Matt, Anya's fiance, has an Android and I know he's a great guy and he's not a bad person or like less Is of a person. But he has a green <laughs> bubbles that pop it's up and I'm just like oh it's just they shouldn't be so... allowed in any they shouldn't be allowed in any group text they mess up group texts <laughs> yeah yes. that's I've they seen that they do it is very care though that Apple has made people care because it's so care to be like oh my god you don't have an iPhone you're lame that is the most care Thing. I know, but like we do it for cars and apart, like apartments, parts of town people live in. I mean, it's not like that absurd that we've 
you know, I don't think if you had a fiance, you would be as ups- that has a green phone that you would be as a upset about this. Uh, you know, no, judgment. he has a green phone, and that also infuriates me. <laughs> green, bu- green bubbles. Um, no, it's it's a little ridiculous. Like, like I understand we we don't want to be bougie about it, but at the same time, it, it's like hang, hang gathering with your close friends about to be on a road trip, and you're. Buddy with the roll down manual roll down windows is like I'll drive. No, you're not. You're not driving. Yeah, I appreciate you. you. That's how you get around. But don't involve me in this. <laughs> and it doesn't. I don't know that it slows down any communication, but it does kind of because they have to be like in a building that has good white or like Wi Fi signal to like they they have to get. I don't know. I don't rely on bars a lot of t- times like for my Wi Fi signal or like for my. And you um, can't reply to text. You have to. You can't reply directly to a text from oh, earlier and in if the you chain. Li- <laughs> If you oh. want to laugh at something they said or like heart it, it's like Nikki hearted, and then it like quotes yeah. it. It's awful. Yeah. It's and awful. Nikki, and finds, it too much. <laughs> Nikki yeah. finds that to be very amusing. Come on, yes! that's not the same as no, a haha. It's, it's not the same as an exclamation mark. Like Nikki responded shocked at like it's like no, that's too much. The reason we have those little dots is so that there's not an extra text that comes down. That it, it is inherently the problem with the green text is that you can't yes. do those easy little replies um yes i also feel like um have you ever had like siri tell you what someone's emoji is like anya responded with heart uh (laughs) like with red cheeks and hearts coming or like like a smiley face with hearts coming out of its eyes up to your like it like describes it you're just like oh god i used to do this thing with my friend where we figured out a way that siri would read like you would say like call dina like i have a friend dina and then we would put all these emojis after and siri would read them out but it would be like call dina and Angel baby face medium skin tone. <laughs> it, would, it would say the whole thing. Like little angel baby medium skin tone eggplant star water squirt. And then it was all of your it. friends happen to be yellow. Why are you discriminatory? Oh my God. Have you ever dealt with someone who is a white person that sends darker color, like skin color Once, emojis yes. like with more melanin? That is so yeah. weird to me. Yes. And it's usually a friend that's not being ironic, like, oh, I'm sending a black person. I'm clearly, they like think, uh, or they're, or the, no, they're usually not woke. They're being like, they're, they're almost like anti-woke. And so they're making fun of it. That's what I meant to say. It's so, I kind of go, this is worse than if you had an Android phone. Like, get out of here with this. Yes. I'll sometimes get a black fist from a white no! friend. Yeah, it's a black fist emoji. I'm like, this is wrong in every way. he's woke. <laughs> yeah. He, yes. thinks, he thinks he's black. He thinks he's black and woke. Oh, God. Wait, so Ben, what are some changes that you've done? Like, what what's what are some of the coping mechanisms you've gone through the breakup with? Like, do you, have you changed your hair? Have you, what if you started going out, like throwing yourself into things late nights, like partying a little bit more, I've noticed. I yeah. mean, like, all of these things, uh, as your drug use increasing, like what people always write to me and they go, do you have anything about breakups? Like I always send them like, you know, podcasts I've listened to when I go through breakups. I kind of want to talk about breakups in this, if you don't mind to like, no, it's fine. To, so people can commiserate because literally everyone, it's the most, you know, relatable yeah. thing we've all been through and you're in it. I am. So, I mean, I've done a lot. I, I'm definitely drinking more. That's been challenging on my trying to lose weight but i've started with a personal trainer so i'm working out three times a week that's kind of good trying to oh, i thought you were drinking with your personal trainer <laughs> <laughs> i started getting drunk with a personal trainer eating fatty foods and not moving 
<laughs> uh, no, we are working out. and You watch him train other people while you sit in the corner. <laughs> Correct. Um, Correct. Okay, three times a week, that's pretty good. I mean, that keeps you going. You could really only see him once and then just repeat what he told, taught you, but no one does that. You're we committed. need someone to like yell at us. It's a female, by the way. But Her. Sorry, not that it matters. I assumed. Don't even LA mention Miss a doctor. Bev Hills, come on. <laughs> of course it's a woman. He's got to bounce back. <laughs> I got to bounce back. Look, not that I have any ill will whatsoever towards my ex. You know, I'm not even looking at her social media. And that's nothing to do you. with has nothing to do with the fact that I'm blocked. And <laughs> but like from what I hear in the grapevine, I wish her the best. I hear she's doing a lot of blackface now. I hear she's, oh. you know, doing a lot of anti-Semitic stuff. And she's Jewish. So I don't even understand that. But I wish her the best. I hear she's doing great. Um, none, of, none of that is true. No, but I'm but I'm doing I'm doing that. I was early on. I was writing some poetry that was just kind of like pouring out of me. Oh my god! Yes, you shared some of it with me. It was so I sweet. Did. I did. And Ben made me read it. I'd be like, "Oh, that was great." And then he goes, "It's not done." There's more. <laughs> why are you? She's like, like trying to go home. Minutes. Yeah, I'm like I'm like. There's only 18 more poems. Oh Nikki, yeah, we were parked these. in front of my apartment I was staying at, and he's like, "Just wait, just there's. I think there's a little bit more." And I'm like, "You're." I feel like I'm in back at school again, and you're like, "Finish the entire thing," um, but it was really good, and it was so sweet and like emotional and like such a good way. I feel like to process your feelings, and we also were listening to. Um, we were just like singing in the car on the way when you gave me that ride to Santa Monica. And I heard the song the other night, actually, you probably think that you are better now, oh. better now. And Ben and I were like screaming it. It felt so cathartic. Have you been yeah. doing uh, any singing karaoke? Like, has that helped you? Cause you have a I whole have, setup at your place. I do have a karaoke studio. I've been doing a lot of solo karaoke. I will broadcast it yes. on Instagram live sometimes to 18 people. So the career is going well. Um, <laughs> I, I relate to that. I've done the same thing. <laughs> yes. And I've, I've been doing a lot of that. That Better Now song by Post Malone was killing me. I finally stopped listening to my breakup playlist like two weeks ago because it's been like two and a half, three months <laughs> since the breakup. Mm-hmm. But I have to say also just like leaning on my friends. I've had friends checking in on me. And Nick, just so your listeners can hear this, you might not want me to say it, but you've been so lovely and kind to me during this breakup and like you really helped make it a lot easier on me you've been an amazing friend during this i've fallen off recently but like i get texts from you and like because you have a you're nocturnal and so i'll get texts from you or dms usually in the middle of the night and um and i can tell you're going through a hard time or you're like and then i check in on you on instagram and i say oh he's having a fun time oh he's kind of like he's getting out about town he's dating like i can tell you're like trying to fill the void but i know that it's tough and i know that you have a a ways to go because it's you know you were engaged you were in how long were you guys together years and years four and a half years yeah basically half a decade of life you know i know and in an important decade of like like one like almost dare i say our prime and you just go do you feel it was wasted do you or do you look back and you go and that's hurtful (laughs) both didn't need to be as someone uh, who's freezing their eggs, I'm really like very <laughs> cognizant of what what time is wasted and like, oh, this is the this is the prime shit. Um, yeah. Do you do you feel like that was wasted, or do you look back like like I'm glad that I had that, or what? What are I'm sure you go through the range of feelings on this. Yeah, I do. I mean, a little bit of both. I I try not to ever regret things in my life, and I I I don't feel it was wasted in the fact that like you know. 
I finally lived with somebody. I finally dated somebody more than a year and a half. And I know that I can do that. Yes. We had great memories. And the pandemic was a lot of it. And so I could have been alone during that. And instead, I was with this lovely human that I, you know, was getting closer to. And, I, and that was good. But when I'm on the dating apps now, and like most people that I'm matching with, they're like, she's 57. She's 54. Yeah. She's 49. Well, and no offense, but. Settings. Settings. Yeah, but I also, I do want to know who is interested, no matter what the range yeah, is. Yeah, because you once had a vibe with Susan Sarandon and that That's you didn't capitalize on. So there's. That's there's correct. Oh. Your, and your Sally Field. Knows. And, and Sally Field. Sally and Field. Natalie Portman. He has had chances with all these women. He's blown it. We'll talk about that more when <laughs> we get back right after this with Ben Glebe. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's 
when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. We're back with Ben Glebe. You can check out his special on YouTube, Ben Glebe, Mad King. Hilarious. One of the best specials of last year, I believe. Um, Thank you. Ben, you're going through a breakup. Have you been dating? And like, here's my question is like, do girls that you're dating think they have a chance at a relationship with you? Do they have a chance at a relationship with you? I think I've dated so many guys that are getting out of things and I'm like, oh, this is like, and they're super down to like be cuddly and like treat me like a girlfriend because they're missing their girlfriend. And then you realize that you're you're just a placeholder and they have no intention of that and they need to heal. <laughs> is that happening to you at all? Uh, that is a tough one to answer considering people could listen to this, but I will say, um, yeah, I mean, they've, I've definitely heard the comment like, I don't want to be your rebound. Oh, like, yeah. we'll, we'll be having a great time. And then you can feel somebody kind of all of a sudden be like, wait a minute, am I like, you know, catching feelings when when that might not last long term? But I don't feel any one way. I'm, I'm by no means looking for another relationship th- this second. But at the same time, I'm not somebody who's going to, who's going to, you know, avoid one if something unfolds yeah, in a I think way you're that actually, I would encourage a friend to date you. I'd be like, you know, if you're the right one, he'll make an exception. He'll snap out of it. I feel like Thank you, because you. you. you're kind of ready. I mean, obviously you were ready to settle down and like find someone. Is it hard dating in LA? Like, is it as hard as everyone says? Like what's without it is not, any- It has not been hard. I mean, knock on wood, I'm, I have a lot of wood in front of me. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I just have, you know, cabinets here in front of me. Um, I, uh, it has not, I mean, luckily, and I, I really think it's like the universe like wanted me to not be that depressed after the breakup. Like I've had a, a streak of luck that has really like made me feel very much better about the breakup. And I've been able to spend time with some people and, and like realize there's a whole world out there again. And it has made it a lot easier. Definitely at least when I'm hanging. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, here's my question is that, and I'm always projecting because I always, I never dated a guy that I wouldn't want to be their girlfriend. I mean, I, I don't even think, maybe if I was going on first dates that I met on a dating app, I'd be like, well, I don't know this guy, so we'll see. But if I was like ready to bed you, I was like ready to be your girlfriend. And so I always ask my guy friends, like, how do you sleep with women and them not get attached and not end up having them hate you and want to like and have this turn where they're like they were cool with being casual. You thought they were. You maybe had a talk, but it like wasn't that clear. And then they changed their mind. Anya, I, I mean, you're I know you're like me, too, and Noah to a degree as well, like. How do men g- go about and sleep with women and not have leave a string of women hating them in their wake, like me, who got the wrong message or who, man- they who changed Gen it in Z. my head? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, is that it? I, I don't know. He's dating fifty-six-year-old women. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm all over the range right now. And first tip I would give you is maybe try to frame it in your head in a way where you're not thinking I'm about to bed this man like you are a Victorian you queen. I, what, what, what are you in, in in the Renaissance? I'm about to I bed him. I was trying him. to be, you know, discreet. But yes, I mean, I, every single time that you go on a date with someone, the, the stakes are high. I mean, the stakes are we're at least going to like like f- fucking is is generally the goal like if this goes great we're gonna want to fuck each other and then in our head it's we're gonna marry this guy i mean there's that it's undeniable that that is on the table and, and that you can't keep that even in your subconscious from otherwise you wouldn't do it what no girls are going on dates just to like even if they say i'm just dating i don't really want a boyfriend i don't really believe them i think that everyone's kind of looking out for the one and i think think that's a lot of pressure and and then if if there's good chemistry you certainly are going to start daydreaming about them being the one maybe i maybe i'm crazy but i always did no i think probably that's that's true if it like starts maybe on like a normal date if it's like properly going out but you know some of some of some of the opportunities that I've stumbled into, like I'll meet somebody at an event or something yes. or we're or out drinking and like, so then it's like, all right, well, it's not too weird to like, you know, go home with somebody if you've already both been drinking and it's clearly wasn't set up right. to be this romantic you thing. If you weren't drinking that you have had as many hookups as you've had, I mean, like how much does drinking play a role in hooking up? I would absolutely not have, and alcohol is a big part. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine about this who's doing, who's been sober for a few months. He's like, it's been very hard to date. I wish that wasn't the case, but like when both parties are a little buzzed, I think that maybe is kind of the answer to what you're saying is like, if yes. a girl's a little buzzed too, she's thinking more sexually than maybe normally, mm-hmm. and she's not thinking all about romance and bedding, Prince Charming and uh, Victorian <laughs> Castle as much. She is, but you're going to get that later on when she's yeah. sober. And that's it's the delayed. problem. Is that, I mean, like, do you feel like any of these girls have like kind of followed up or are they the type of girls that like are used to this kind of thing and like they, they know the drill, you get well, drilled and then you don't. <laughs> hear from them again like do they know, or or do you have you left girl have you had to have those conversations of like i'm not really looking for something right now i've had so many of those I directed at me that it's just i can't imagine <laughs> oh. women get to go out and about and like not get hurt by hooking up i just can't believe it well firstly you know i try to be as kind as i can so i'll keep giving it to them you know i'm not trying to right. cut anybody out i'm trying but if they're to catching it, feelings and you're you and you're re- <laughs> You know, I'll keep, the wood. I'll, I'll, I'll keep sleeping the with them. I don't. I don't need yeah. to. I don't okay. need to. I heard I'm not right. Try, yeah, I'm not trying to. You know, have have one offs too much necessarily. If somebody wants some repeat business, I'm happy to. Right. To offer a public service, you know, because you you, you have sex you have sex repeatedly with someone and you start to have this intimacy and they start thinking about you you know in those quiet times yeah. and they start fantasizing and then there's little you've been through it before for sure where the girl just says something a li- like just yeah. throws out a little dangles a line of like oh if we were dating or like you're my boyfriend or just where you go oh no oh no well i think the the key in those moments is that's when you have to be honest is you have to say you have to a one move is like let that comment kind of sit for mm-hmm. 20 30 seconds and like show that it made you a little bit uncomfortable and then say like i just want to be clear like i'm not at the moment looking for anything serious not that that's not oh, possible but just God. so you know just, that's just my impression. Know that if you're, 
It's just, like making me. It's like making me have anxiety. I mean, but no if you're straight too. out of a breakup, like, we're actually having that. panic attacks. <laughs> no, we're still a class you think for we women. Know. Where, yeah, but we we we, we, don't we know. do know. We know you're out of a relationship. We know that you're not looking for anything. You told us all of that. We think we can change you. We think we like you I said. I would able to. You might be I, able to. That's well, not when you part. say something like that. That's like put you put up. You know the yeah the Heisman and you like but, are like no this is oh, but the I'm only saying reason it right now directly you're not giving consent to us to take you on our little relationship path you are Fair. saying no but yep, the reason that yep. I'm saying it and 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 I think I at least try to say it with a bit of an open door on it I'm just saying it to so that you know that this may not likely lead there but it may i'm not ever saying just so you know there's no chance i'm gonna right. get in a relationship i'm just saying i'm not no looking chance. for that i mean there's definitely been girls where <laughs> you're like i like you banging that, you but it's and i'm not saying you're like at fault i want to be clear like i'm not ben you mislead women i'm just saying how are women not getting hurt all the time sleeping around with ben glebe he's charming he's cute i bet you are pretty good in bed like you've had experience you're an emotional person that's the thing ben you're an emotional person i can see you like holding a girl's face and being like you're so beautiful baby and like being like when you're drunk i can see you so getting like uh, lovey-dovey oh, I do like that. boyfriendy yes and I-, I mean it would be impossible for a girl do who's you already have just, hurt like, feelings or do women have hurt feelings around you have you experienced I- that I, I'm generally pretty lucky to do it. I mean, I think part of maybe the benefit of not being like an asshole guy is mm-hmm. is that is like I am very complimentary and I try to be very sweet. And I think, but I'm also just honest. And I think they also just can tell they're not getting anything false from me. And so I think I'm very sweet. But 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 people then know that if even if I don't necessarily call right after or if we don't make plans immediately right after. It's nothing against them. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just I'm going through a thing and they understand. And then we'll check in and we'll text. Because you said there could be a girl that would break through it. It is personal. And that's, and I know you're, I know it's not. Like I know the circumstance. Yeah, it's and not, not about every them. person, but boy, does it feel that it is. I it's mean, just, I will tell I just... you one, one very weird experience that I just had though. So the first uh, person that broke the seal, so to speak, after my breakup, it was a, you know, drunken night after uh after a gig i did it was like a court private party oh gig. yeah i was supposed to go to that uh no it was a different one was, was that down oh, okay okay that was a different one that was the other night um which also ended <laughs> i ended definitely saw that night i saw your instagram stories i was like oh this guy <laughs> might be engaging in a foursome uh yeah okay. listen i'm just trying to have fun but the point is yeah <laughs> um the first person that i slept with after my breakup um i you know, kind of conveniently for where I need, where I was in my head, because it was immediately after the breakup. Not immediately; it was a, it was it was it was weeks and weeks later. I don't want I don't want, I don't want my ex thinking if she hears this that I immediately. She's did not anything, coming but. back. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious how long it was. Really, weeks and weeks. Okay. It was it was weeks and fourteen and, days and so, <laughs> <laughs> the least and, amount of time there could be to call it weeks. <laughs> yeah. It was a couple of weeks in dog years. The point is, um, I. Uh, she was likely leaving for a trip the next day for like a couple of weeks. So mm. I didn't have to call and, and it was obviously weird. But then, you know, I started hanging out with other people after that and I didn't hit her up. And and one thing I do feel bad about, she did message me. It's very unlike me actually, but she messaged me about wanting to hang out again like weeks later because I had messaged her. I thought about her, her, her on something and I messaged her and she wrote back. She's like, I'd love to hang again. I just didn't reply to that. And I always replied to everything, but yeah, I didn't yeah. reply. I just, I got distracted and I didn't know what to say. And I, 
thought about it and I didn't reply and I almost never do that. But I was doing a show four or five nights ago and I did a joke about our encounter and Uh-oh. the show ends and she comes up to me. She was in the crowd. Ah! It was it was, like, a, was it bad? Like, was it? I'll what? tell you the exact joke. I'll tell you the yeah, exact joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not great. It was not great. Um, the joke was, um, it was a pretty vulnerable joke too. The j- joke was, um, you know, I haven't had sex with anybody other than my ex-fiance in a half decade. The climate's changed a bit, you know, it's all good, but you need to like be a little more sensitive these days. So we were having sex and I was making what I would describe as bear noises. And <laughs> I don't need to act them out for you, but they were kind of bear noises. In the middle, she says to me, I just need to check in with you right now. And so in the middle of me going like, uh, 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 something, I had to go like, I had to go. <laughs> like and then right back, to the, uh, right back to the bear noises. Wait, what did she mean smile. by that? She wanted to check back in to know that I wasn't like just all about the sex, I think. And like, she, oh, that I was still a human right. connecting oh, to yes, a human. Yes, Guys, yes. maybe can get a little carried away and like, oh, we're fucking right now. And this is like a yeah. riot or whatever, yes. you know? I need to just, like make sure you know I'm in the room. I'm not just like a hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah she what did to know she that- say? And so I, you know, I smiled and we finished. It was all good. And I was like, she's finally going right back to bear noise as long as she knew that there was still a connection. <laughs> yeah. And so she came up to me after the show and I was like stunned. And I gave her a hug and I'm like, you look great. And then she texted me afterwards. She was like, I hope it's okay that I came to your show. I just think you're hilarious. And I wanted to hang and like, and uh, that was definitely a first for me being referenced <laughs> in an act like that from our encounter. She loved Unless it. another girl said that to you, in which case it's an issue you might want to work on, LOL. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like this girl. I like that. Cute, she definitely loved being referenced. I would love it if I was referenced in someone's <laughs> joke. In I that had that way, happen once. You, you didn't did? do anything wrong. You did? I, I wrote you. a song about a guy and this was years ago. We had had a, like a very romantic weekend and I liked him so much. And then I just never heard from him again. And he was my friend's brother. So I would kind of always know him because he was my friend's brother. I wrote one song about him. I never played it live except one time. <gasps> I played it live like a year and a half later in a coffee shop at a coffee shop gig and one of my early gigs. And I remember introducing the song. It was called Lincoln Continental. And I said something like, hmm. this is about a very cute guy I liked and had on went on a date and you know never really heard from him again and we had a very romantic weekend don't know whatever happened to that asshole then I play the song and then after the gig he's there and he was like I was gonna surprise you and just I just wanted to say hi I couldn't believe I was kind of mortified because he wasn't totally an asshole he just ghosted, well yeah but. again in your head that you made him into an asshole when really it was probably a situation of like he just didn't have the same feelings that you had and he thought he communicated that and he didn't go like ghosting i've i feel like we toss that around a lot but like how often do you really never you write to them a question or something and you just hear nothing like yeah we probably I, has, ghosted each other <laughs> yes did you yes. did you have sex in the back of a lincoln continental <laughs> yeah why was it called that i because uh, that would maybe be one little clue that it song. wasn't the most serious of hookups. <laughs> um, no, I don't think that we went all the way, but we did have fun in the continental. <laughs> right. It was so weird that he came and like it was that night. It was just so bizarre. He, it was he just came felt both like nights, it was a cosmic. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> of all of all the times to, Yeah, it's I don't know that that's happened to me, but I think that um just I mean 
someone coming to your she that she clearly still likes you and she definitely was like dazzled by the fact that you wrote about her and it wasn't anything bad she just was saying that she you know you were just saying you didn't say anything mean about her pussy or something that a lot of i'm sure a lot of women have gone to crystalia's show and been like (sighs) he might talk about me and then it's like they they catch something that you're like oh that's me or you know like i'm sure there have been girls that have been devastated by things they've heard there i mean i've seen guys do comedy on conan and talk about their wives in ways that i'm just like this is humiliating um and i've certainly done that before too when i'm hurt you know like you write a joke about or a song anya like where you're like he didn't really do anything wrong i just like was hurt we have a, a, a mutual friend who just like the same kind of thing he was hooking up with a girl he didn't have the same kind of feelings that she did he let her down gently and then she fucking hates him now and like just is constantly bullying him and like getting other people to hate him and uh, we were getting giving him advice about it and i'm like i've done this so many times this has nothing to do with whatever she's saying she's trying to get you canceled for like whatever shit that you've posted about or your comedy or calling you a phony it's because you didn't like her that's yeah. all well, this that's is about. not cool you've done this to people that's not yes, okay it's so not okay it's so not okay i've apologized i've made amends to those people to that person that i did that to but i was just so i mean he didn't handle it in the greatest way and there were definitely problems with how he did th- things on his side but the way the, the venom with which i hated him afterwards and tried to like rally other people to hate him was purely from a place not of anything other than just feeling rejected and being so mad that I loved this person and they didn't love me back. And it's like, it just, it's just this young person's response or a dumb person. Like I see a lot of women, like I have guy friends and I see women in their late thirties behaving this way in the, into their forties. And I go, this is something you get out of in your twenties. I would hope. I mean, I was probably 32 when it 34. So I guess now I was pretty late to the game. I was a late bloomer, like just getting hurt. I, that's why when I talk to my male friends and they have casual hookups, I'm always like, how are you not leaving a wake of just angry women Behind you. I don't think I've hardly ever. I don't think I've I don't ever think you really have I believe pissed you. off a woman in that you way. In any way. Oh yeah, I would know. I'm, I mean, I just think it's with being kind and 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 expressing yourself honestly. I don't think it's fair for somebody to expect that every hookup or even every dating for a few weeks is going to lead to a relationship. And I think people that are mature kind of yes. understand that. But um, it doesn't yeah, if a ma- guy mean- tells you, I am not. Uh, just so you know, this isn't anything serious. Listen, right. it's very well, crucial. Right, we all yes. think that we can change them. And also we start having, you know, I've talked about this ad nauseum, but like you, if, when you have sex with a guy, the, the chemical things happen that take over your logical brain. And it doesn't matter what you know to be true. It doesn't matter what he's told you. And that logic is out the fucking window when you let, when you have good sex with someone and feel like, and start to like them. It doesn't matter. You're going to go, you're going to start fantasizing about a life with them and get hurt. Every time I see young girls, like even my niece, Poppy, I'm just like, the world of hurt she is in for. And even boys, you know, boys too, obviously, Ben, you're going through it. Like I I look at children now and instead of being like, man, they have such great lives ahead of them. Like they get to (laughs) to go to high, like I used to be jealous that they get to go to high school and they get to just like still enjoy cartoons and they they get, you know, they get riled up by like, you know, they get to get have candy. Like that's exciting to them. Like they don't have to pay taxes. Like, and now I just think, oh, they're just going to have, they have to learn so many lessons and it bums me out for them. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I mean, as you did your list until taxes, I'm like, I still do every one of those things now. <laughs> I'm enjoying cartoons. But, I had a bag of Skittles two nights ago with children's cereals late night. But then, but then you feel fat the next day when you're yeah, a kid. Yeah, you know, you're I just didn't like, feel good. The whole time I was right. hating every bite. I'm like, I'm that's a the thing. That's person. what I mean. Like the unbridled, like candy yes. is just candy. It's only just sugar and happiness. It's not hating yourself afterwards. It's not like there's no. As a child, I don't know. Maybe there's our children who feel. Like they hate themselves. Like I think, you know, given your circumstance, you can have bad self-esteem. But as a kid, you just, I didn't compare myself to other people. I didn't worry about what I put in my body. I didn't think about, I didn't dread things. I mean, there was certainly like, oh, the end of summer school again. Like, oh, this sucks. But like, there wasn't this like overwhelming sense of like, I don't know. I'm just feeling it this morning. You know what? Let's put a pin in this conversation. Let's get back to this right where we left off right after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, we're back. All I want to do is sleep. I just want an escape from like things to do and like I'm tr- I'm I'm having trouble like f- finding uh happiness in the in the climb in the experience. Like I'm doing Kelly Clarkson tomorrow and I'm dreading it because I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. I hate all my jokes. I'm in this like f- very negative f- f- phase of like I don't even want to do my jokes on Kelly Clarkson because then people will come see me on tour and be like we already saw this. I kind of know this and they won't know where they heard it but they'll think she's just doing old material. I also d- I don't have it in me right now to come up with new stuff. I I have to go to a fitting. I'm just feeling like kind of dry and my spray tan sloughing off and I'm like I just everything about it is bumming me out and I know I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna have a blast and then it's gonna be over and I'm gonna have this glossy clip that I can put up and be proud to be like look what I did America I'm still relevant put me in things and give me more work that I can dread it's like what am I doing (laughs) this is what this is I all I want is for more people to get more work and to be more well known or whatever it is and and yet every time I get something I dread it what what is one thing that I try to help you with sometimes I mean Mm -hmm. just try to remind you to appreciate I mean, you're at the top yes. of the world right now. You're you're where everyone wishes they would be in this entertainment industry. You get to do every show. You get to be in every single yeah. thing. You're so in demand, and and nice. most people wish they could be experiencing what you're experiencing, especially people pursuing it. And also, you're just hilariously funny and charming. So you can also just go on and riff these things. You don't even have yeah. to burn jokes. You can just go and riff. And I'm not and that good. You're pretty damn good. I mean, you can call her out and make fun of things on her desk and talk about someone in the audience or someone that you met backstage that was worked on the crew that had a funny thing on like you're great at yeah. all that stuff you're oh, great at making talk observations about everything you talked about here today yeah talk about my breakup and how funny. i'm clearly breaking hearts of people like, bring that <laughs> talk up talk about ben's fucked up relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. life <laughs> thank you ben you've given me so much material today yeah i just after this i just what i'm gonna do as soon as we end this podcast is i'm gonna get back in bed i'm gonna close all the curtains shut the lights off and all i'm right. just gonna think about the kelly clarkson call that i have to have and come up with some that's like how and they'll probably fall asleep and then wake up and be like oh fuck i missed the call like that's probably what's gonna happen but i just want to go back to sleep where like i don't know last night i was in a field holding hands with david letterman and then he bit my hair and was chewing my hair and then he spit it on alonzo Bowden's coat and that was my dream and it was awesome <laughs> and that was a better life than he was and, chewing your hair and yeah, then he, he took some of hair. it out uh, and, ladies and like, gentlemen, today I'll be bidding Nikki out. Glazer's hair and then <laughs> yes. spitting it on the great Alonzo Bowden, everybody. And he spit it on Alonzo's <laughs> wool coat, and we were in line oh to be to go on Andrew Santino's talk show. And we were all waiting in line. And then I took his spit because I remember when he was holding my hand, I was like, no one's gonna fucking believe that David Letterman's like trying to fucking cop a feel right now and hold my hand and like and I was like, and then he bit my hair and I go, No one's gonna believe this either. And then he and he spit it on Alonzo's coat, I grabbed it because I was like, I have his DNA and my hair. <laughs> To pro- and then how much I woke hair? Up. How much hair? It didn't bother me. Usually, like obviously, losing my hair is like my biggest fear. But it was like 
I was wearing my hair up in a ponytail, so it was just the top scalp, and it was just like a little, a little bit. Like it just, I don't know. I it didn't bother I know me. What I just this was is. like, I already what? know what this is. What is this? When were you last wearing your hair up? Uh, a couple days ago, I think. Oh, I guess for the people, the Critics Choice Awards. And you were surrounded by celebrities, and you were waiting in a line, and they didn't let you in on the red carpet. They made you go downstairs. In real life, yes. they made her, they told her the red carpet was closed. She has to go to a step and repeat down in the fucking basement. Mm-hmm. Damn. So this dream is about fame, about your place in the world of fame. Your mm-hmm. worst fear is somebody taking your hair out, but uh-huh. it's an icon. So he like... Uh-huh. Is being sexual with you, takes your hair, spits it, and then what? Do you, who's Alonzo Bowden to you? He's another comedian. Um, a respectable, uh, strapping, uh, handsome, uh, been around forever. One last comic standing, uh, friendly guy. I don't know, uh, like someone I respect, but who isn't like the most famous, but who is definitely respected in comedy. I don't know. I don't know what he is to me. He's wearing a wool camel coat. I mean, this all checks out. We were waiting for Andrew Santino's show. And as we were waiting for his talk show, I was like, why can't I come up with a talk show like this? Like the whole time I was just like, why did he, and instead of a talk show, it was like a projected on a wall, like a desk was a, it was all a projection. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And now I realize I came up with it. It was my dream. (laughs) (laughs) I I created that TV show. I should have, I should, you know, get a, uh, a credit for it um but yeah i mean i think all of that is true i felt as you're saying that ben of like you're at the top of your game people would want to be you i feel that some days and then i think going to that and people heard me talk about it yesterday and it's such like first world problems like wah wah but just feeling so small in that room like just feeling like no matter what i do i'll never be as big as any of these people and as worshipped and as like uh, and not that I even want that. And that was another thing is like the thing that I think I want, I don't even want because at the same time I was having this, it was a paradox of like, I want to be more known because no one cares about me in this room. I'm fucking in the same room as Julia Roberts. I mean nothing. It's like me, I could be a cater waiter and it would be the same. Like I'm closer to their level than Julia Roberts. Like, and not that there's any, I'm just talking about status on a very superficial level. Don't come at me. I'm a cater waiter. I'm just saying it. I felt so unimportant, but at the same time, I don't like the worship of Julia Roberts. She's just a person that had was born with a pretty skull and a good and good skin and is able to portray strangers better than other people. It's not really a skill that has any kind of redeemable <laughs> quality outside of the society we're leaving in now. Like Conan often references like in another world like in like the turn of the century. And, and, and take any century besides the recent one, he his skill would have been worthless. Like just being like a the court jester, like he wouldn't be the most famous person. He would just yeah. be a guy, you know. Like the caterer is more important because you die absolutely. if you don't eat. You, don't, you die if you don't eat food. But Downton I, Abbey, he doesn't have a place. I just that show has to be called Downtown Abbey. I hate that I it's know. Downton, but it's. A, I'm sure that's been well trodden. I've territory. only watched one episode. It's very because annoying. Because Theo James was in it. And then but, he died, and I go, I'm done. But I, I have several <laughs> issues with the whole premise of what you just said, which is I I think that I mean it was very cute, your posts about being next to Julia Roberts and and you sitting at the table and she was just here and touched my chair and everything. But if you had had the confidence just to go up to her, say hi, I, I think you're awesome, 
she probably would have been like, oh my God, I love you and everything you're doing. She yeah. probably does know who you are. And she probably, I mean, best example, you said you're nowhere near these people like worshiping you or caring about you. It's not true at all because, I mean, look at Chelsea Handler, who I'm, I'm, I'm still friends with. I used to be very close with when I was on her show and we would hang out all the time. And like every celebrity on earth idolizes her a yes. party at her house and like gwen stefani and sandra bullock and charlie's theron and jane yes. fonda are all at the party being like oh my god chelsea just walked by chelsea just did this i was at one point talking me jane fonda and chelsea handler in a little triangle and then jane whispers something in chelsea's ear chelsea makes a disgusted face and walks off without replying to her and <laughs> icon of our time of our generation of many generations jane fonda turns to me in insecurely and says was it something i said i never know what to think with with, with that woman what What's going on in her head? And I was like, right. thank God. It's not just me that responds that way to yes, Chelsea. Yes. It's even fucking Jane Fonda. And so uh, right. everybody has that issue. And just realize that if you remind yourself we're all the same, even Julia Roberts in that moment is the same and realizes probably because she seems like a nice person that she's the same. And then, I mean, mm. it did help soften the, the blow minutes later that Jane and I did Molly together. But the point is. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my wow. God, she's so cool. It was her first time doing Molly too. It was really fun. Oh my God. Wait, where I've did the never evening done go? Molly. <laughs> we just got really high and then I called next to play Edward Norton ping pong next. He was playing ping pong against some dude. And then Jane Fonda's like, oh, I have to see that. I'm like, why? She's like, I want to see you playing ping pong on Molly. And so I'm playing <laughs> ping pong with Edward Norton. And all of a sudden, halfway through the game, this icon, Jane Fonda, just, Barbarella just plops down on a couch and is watching us play ping pong. She's so cool. And then like I lost, I lost 21-16. And I said, uh, let's run it back. And he's like, why don't you find somebody more at your skill level? And I was like, that's hurtful. And then he said later, he's like, don't worry. I studied under a Chinese master when I lived in China. I'm like, very Edward Norton sounding thing to say. Oh my yeah. God, no kidding. Yeah. And then I gave some drugs. I gave some Molly to Matthew Broderick, who then left what? before I got to put my baggie away. And I'm like, Matthew, get back here. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'm putting my baggie away. You can't take the drugs and then leave me exposed with the bag out. He's like, sorry, I didn't know. I'm new at this or whatever. And so I made him stay until I put it away in my pocket. Uh, it was a Whoa. wild night. It was a fun that night. That is so cool. This but is just Ben's dream from last night. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not only was it not a dream, not to rub this in, Nick, but last night I fucked David Letterman, just so you know. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, I best. get it. I mean, I understand like I but at the same time, I think that is so lame to like have all like whenever I see like celebrities bragging about being friends with all these celebrities, I don't really think they're real friends. I, I think it's all just a show. And I then that depresses me. It's like I'd rather just be with my close friends that I can actually talk to and like we can show each other our, our vaginas. And like there's been like like I like I thought you I, and I were close, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, Ben. I don't want to get attached, though. Um, no, I <laughs> bear noises. Um, I just feel like I ruined myself to all your listeners. You're like, I'm out. Bear no, I feel listeners. like most men make bear noises. I felt yeah. like that was actually a good description. I was like, thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just like waking up from a hibernation. I'm just kind of like yes, being is. roused. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. I, this is the d the dumbest conversation for me to complain about any of this stuff, but it's just, it, I, there's just a point in my life where I'm like the things I've pursued that the, the, my goals are all based on a superficial thing to me, I feel like. And like last night I was with my friend's 
uh, son, Leon. He's like a little baby. And he remembered me from like, I've seen him like three times in his life and he's nine months old. And he remembered me and was like crawling on me and just like laying his head on me. And then he, his little hand was like gripping me. And I like was zooming Aww. in on his hand, just like, gr- like just like trying to gr- like grabbing on like holding on to me. And I was like, that is what that is cooler to me than any celeb encounter. Like that's, that's what makes me happy. And I hate to sound like that's really what this is about. It's about nature and family and friends. Like, but it really is like, why am I not pursuing babies grabbing at me more? I guess. I mean, can I just thing. say if if one of the girls I was sleeping with said that story, I would not text again. Maybe that's the truest thing he said all day. Yeah, I mean that's not a good sign. Um, No, that's good to know. That's I I I mean I'm 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 mostly joking, but I mean it's not something you want to hear on on date one or two. It's like the only happiness I get is my hand being gripped by a young baby. I'm like, all (laughs) right, well let's slow it down. don't want uh, but i don't want a baby another paradox is like that's what oh, brings me the most true. joy yet i don't want a baby it's like these the constant then i would like, text back then i would text back. <laughs> he just changes my <laughs> i just want to hold random baby's hands and then get the fuck out of there um i and i leave just a wake of disappointed babies that hate me and expected more from me um yeah i just feel like i, I don't know i'm just I, every time I come to LA, I struggle with this because this town it's, it's, tends to overwork me. I think that not getting enough sleep, not getting enough just like quality time with friends um, and just feeling like you have to look a certain way and like everyone here is on Ozempic and everyone's thin. Everyone is constantly going to some kind of rumble boxing class or like a spin class. <laughs> what or, is a rumble? I don't know. Boxing? I walk by this place all the time that's like rumble <laughs> fitness and it's just like hot girls going in and out with cropped sweatshirts and, and where, is it? where is the class <laughs> on sunset <laughs> between pink dot and fucking okay. the store okay. um, right here where you read nikki a poem <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read them i let her do her own reading yeah she oh, let okay. me read them and i had to like it was the stress of like okay i have to read this and actually like commit it to mind but i also have to remember to make fun of him for this later on there's a lot going on in my mind in that moment um yeah I, I mean these are like the constant things that i have but it's all because i'm just stressed out about kelly clarkson which all of a sudden showed up on my schedule because someone dropped out and so I, it's just like a thing and i just don't feel prepared as long as i get prepared i'll be, i'll be great but um i need more caffeine in me i mean need more I just need I I need something to stamp me out of this life. Maybe I need to meditate, do some breath work, make a gratitude list. Something needs to I need to snap out of this. But also, I think you need to remind yourself that go through a breakup, that feel busy- alive. <laughs> I think all of that busyness is a choice. You need to rem- remind yourself that, like you you do more stuff than most people do because you're a very kind person and you say yes to everything to a lot of things you're asked to do and every single podcast and like and you don't need to do any of those things you don't need to do kelly i mean you need to do kelly clarkson now because you said yes but you don't need to do any particular talk show if you took one or five off if you weren't in the media for six months that would not do anything negative to you no it wouldn't six months would do nothing everyone loves and remembers you i'm telling you it's all a choice it's all a choice there's definitely something to be said by for doing the things something to be said for being a little more mysterious and not doing all the things so Mm. my only point with that is that 
definitely, you don't have to say yes to every podcast and every single show. And if you said to Kelly Clarkson, oh, I'm not ready this week. I'd love to do it in the next couple months. They would book you in two months and it would they be the same They would probably fine. like me more. I mean, right. I struggle with that like right. two available type thing because you That's feel like- That's my point. Yeah. So if yeah. you're choosing to do things, just remind yourself every time it, it'll help you get up for it, that it's a choice and you won't dread the things as much because you truly don't have to be doing it. Like like when I started stand up, like three years in, I one day just all of a sudden got really tired of saying the same jokes over and over again. And I was yeah. like, oh no, what am I going to do? I'm gonna, my whole life now is going to be repeating my own thoughts over and over again. And then I thought about it for a week and I thought, I realized what a privilege to be able to just have funny thoughts I thought of that I get to say and I get to choose to tell them or I can choose to tell different ones or do yes. crowd work. I don't have to do oh, it. Okay. And I never got tired of it again because I realized it's a choice. Even though we want to like mm. hate on it and and think negatively, it actually is a choice that we're making over and over again. No, so each time you choose it. One. No, I, I had a call with my my team on a Zoom like a couple weeks ago and I was like, I want to be a regular on Kelly Clarkson. That has to happen in 2023. Like that's a goal. <laughs> I love that show. I see clips all the time. They look cool. She's amazing. I always have fun on that show. I always kill it on that show. And then the next week they're like, Kelly Clarkson, we booked it. I'm like, not now. Like I wanted in 2023, which is supposed to be a couple of years from now. Like I, I want to do all these things, and then they arrive, and you're like, oh, I gotta fucking do them. And I mean, I think that's re everyone relates to that. Whether My you sign up for a workout class, you sign up for. Yeah. If you tell but, your team I want the thing, and they yes. go and get it for you, that's a little different. No, they did their due diligence. I don't even know what that word means, but they they do they do that. And then I feel, and I wanted to say with Kelly Clarkson, I do want to do that. The podcast I did yesterday, I did want to do it because it was about I got to read a book. And I do a book club podcast and I like that podcast. I've listened to it. And so I am choosing things that I want to do. Um, there are things, though, that, yeah, you do because you're just like, uh, this is going to spread the word about my show. Do I want to have a call today with the Kalamazoo paper about my shows in Kalamazoo? Fuck no, I don't. Do I want to call a radio station in Joliet, Illinois? Probably not. That's not because I don't like those people. They're not good entertainers. But like the other day I had a radio interview and uh, final thought. I had a radio interview the other day and they were like, we interviewed you five years ago and I just want to say you're just as nice as you were then and now you're way more <laughs> famous, but you're still as nice as rare. And I was like, well, that, it shouldn't be rare, but thank you for saying that. And they go, and I go, I'm sure you guys see people change throughout the years because it's a radio station that's been on forever. And they were like, yeah, we made some people's careers and then they don't even call in anymore. They were like, Larry the Cable Guy used to come in, call in three times a week and we haven't heard from him. And I go, because, it's not because he doesn't appreciate what you did. He's fucking busy. He can't do three times a week anymore. And he was on his way up. You got to do that stuff. And so I was kind of like, this is, it made me think, oh man, if I, if I turn down this radio station in the future, their story will be Nikki big time does. She thinks she's too big for it. Right. But what the story is, is I just can't fit it all. I would love to keep doing that show three times a week. I'm sure Larry would too. When he had time, it was what he did. And I think that that also um, weighs on me of, you know, even, you know, I can relate this to listeners who are like, shit, Nikki, shut up about, you know, your showbiz life. You know, you might have uh, for, I, I have this in my own life my boyfriend and I talk about constantly like no one does anything anymore no one wants to hang out no none of our friends want to hang out people are just like they don't think to invite us to things you know and then I go it's because they have kids and families they 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 it's not that they don't like us less they just have less space in their brain for to remember to invite us and it's the same thing of like 
just not taking it personally. And I think that really is what I have to work on more than anything is like not everything is a personal attack yes. to me. That's almost like being in that room at the Critics' Choice and just being like, you're insignificant. Even thinking about myself in those terms, it's like, who? no one cares about you. That's my problem. But also, who cares that no one cares about you? That's also like, it's it's self-serving to even think that people should care about me even though i don't want that <laughs> like it's but so it's dumb. also the opposite because there's probably a good chance julia roberts is like i haven't had a hit in a long time i see that yes. nikki girl on everything and, and she didn't win shit. right her oh, category loser. and like every, oh and she's there <laughs> you don't go to the critics choice awards if you're nominated unless you think i might win like if you thought you were gonna lose or had any inside info you would not be there it's embarrassing to lose when you're in person your face is up there and it, the camera's on you and then they say someone else's name and then the cameraman slowly like pans to go to someone else that's so embarrassing so yeah she probably had those same moments too even though she looked like 25 and was flawless and radiant and um definitely the bell of the ball um yeah but i think you should just talk on kelly clarkson about this moment where you're sitting at the table and (laughs) And julia Julia roberts Roberts is is behind you and then your face is so priceless (laughs) it's so funny this this could be a 10 minute segment just like tell us everything that's going on in your mind right poster for like your 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 candace bushnell series like (laughs) it really is oh my god that's a good pitch it's a great that's a really good idea. What would it be called? Um, on the sidelines. Table 27. I already have a... Th- well, oh, have, that's good. I've had a title for a million years I wanted to do called Nontourage. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Which is like, really good. It's, it's the opposite of Entourage. It's like the real story. It's like you go home alone and like you're trying to do the things and you don't get all the big things and there's no Vince, you know? Yes. There's no I, Vince. I, I, that is a... Like, I should spin you could this still into have, a show. Yeah, and you could still have the... the uh, brother johnny dramo just for some reason is also your brother and he appears every episode and just goes sorry bro <laughs> just you know his only two words it's he Kevin ever said Dillon. on that show sorry bro that was really good thank you very ben much. glebe thank you so much for being here um i love My you pleasure. so much i hope that i get to see you on this trip i'm leaving thursday i don't know that i will yeah i didn't even know Maybe. you were in la well i guess i realized i know i didn't, I didn't tell uh, you because i just didn't have time i knew that i would you would obviously be a person i would hang out with if i had time thursday um, is several days away we could maybe squeeze it in it is several days away, keyword. Um, yeah, let's squeeze it in. We'll text each other. I got to go to yes. a fitting now and then get back in bed and think about Kelly Clarkson. Watch me on that tomorrow. See what I come up with. Who I can't knows? wait. Um, and I love you too, Anya by the way. Marina. And you are the best. And thank you for I having me. It's so, so nice much. to meet You're you, such Anya. a dear friend. So good Same to meet here. you too. This nice is a blast. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And yeah. this has been very nice. Noah, it's check wonderful to see you. Thank follow you. him on things. He's hilarious. He follow, Check out his Instagram um, lives where he's singing karaoke alone to 18 yeah. people. <laughs> My fans love an Instagram live. And I am I go live on our account all the time. And there's like 30 people there. And it's sometimes, I, I sometimes put a sticker over the number, Ben, so that it, like you don't that. think about it. It's really a good idea. Because Instantly, it can all, make all you sad. All my brain thought was, that's the one that's going to have a thousand viewers, and I'll never know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you can look at the very end. One time I did, I went on TikTok Live for the first time, and so, and I started off frame, and it was like 700 viewers, and I was so excited. I'm like, whoa. And the second I stepped on frame, it just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most totally demoralizing. Really. It was so, like, people would rather watch a oh. blank wall than have, have me entertain wa- them. 
I've rarely do this, but you post a story and I'll be like, this is actually a good one. I wonder like if this would be what I could do on TikTok or something. And I'll watch, I'll look at the analytics of it and it shows how many people clicked <laughs> forward, like d- just went past it. How many people exited out of your story? How many people went back? To, like, that's what I wanted is the number of people going like, oh, I want to watch this again. It's like two I was like, I thought it would be like thousands. I was like, this is entertaining. People just go. It's the worst. Tinks, uh, this girl that I followed, Tinks, did an impression of like, when when you think, when you say he watches my Instagram stories, like, oh my God, he's like been watching my Instagram stories, what it really looks like. And it's just a guy going like, uh, and like just clicking it so fast, <laughs> and he's on a toilet. <laughs> on a toilet, yes. It's yeah. like it. It's never as what you think. It's so embarrassing that someone would like be watching my face and like click <laughs> off of it. Uh, I, even though I do that to everyone all day, I do it to both of you, and it doesn't mean oh, any thanks harm. So much. Didn't know that <laughs> no, till now. It, it means and, love. <laughs> <laughs> and another horrible metric is the one that tells you watch time. Like you think the view counts oh. you're getting are real views, and it's like a one minute video. It's only a fucking minute long no. and, the, and the average watch time nine seconds like, you didn't even get to the oh, first thought you didn't even brutal. get to the first joke now you i know why to- you two are a little prone to depression i didn't even <laughs> no, know about I never these look analytics at it. i looked at it one time and i go i mean i'm not i'm better at not reading comments than fucking anyone i don't look at any of that stuff i would i wouldn't be here with us today if i read that stuff <laughs> yeah if i looked at my likes and followed how many how many followers i lose i literally would have killed myself by i'm not kidding you i would not be alive right now because it's so depressing so it's rare that I, I don't seek this stuff out it was just one time I looked and I go I will never go back it was <laughs> Pandora's box of hell and and then I hear on Twitter there's a new button that shows you or there's a new thing that shows you how many people have seen your tweet it used to just be like if they liked it now you can see how many people saw it versus the number of likes and how many people did not like it uh, unreal. I, I I hate that stuff too, but I just honestly use it to make me stronger. I really? look at that stuff and it, it makes me feel kind of bad, but I really feel like I'm taking it on his arm. I'm like, mm, I all use right, it to make I'm the good. rope stronger that I'm tying <laughs> oh to a fucking <laughs> sprinkler system. Uh, to a sprinkler system. Oh, I mean, I, well, I'm just trying to think of like, what do you rig a rope I just to? Pictured I mean, lawn I've never really sprinkler. Done it. Someone trying to kill themselves and just being like jetted around <laughs> the front Just being sent everywhere with this rope, not being killed but just being like a dog like you guys haven't thrown around the yard to consider what you'd hang yourself off of uh, you weren't in my but it says you can't mind. even put a hanger on it how could you I know, possibly that's a good point well i mean like the the piping i should have been more specific this is why i'm gonna bomb on kelly my jokes are good i'm not good off the i'm not good riffing i'm i'm just gonna end it all and by that i just mean this podcast and i'll see you but on kelly clarkson tomorrow this was no so don't end fun. it yet one more sentence before you end it because that's exactly how you see it wrong because you were so i'm sorry if anybody's ever forcibly not let you end your own podcast before <laughs> Sorry, but wow, that's exactly feels... how you see it wrong because you just riffed so funnily. It was the best back and forth. You're going to get canceled someday because they're going to go, Ben Glebe wouldn't let her end her podcast in 2023. <laughs> and it's going to be like 2045 when that is like, if a guy doesn't let you end your podcast and then you're going to get canceled from what, and you're going to go, it was a different time back then. We were friends. <laughs> you can interrupt well, women. I don't mean to, I don't mean to man explain your podcast but thank you all for listening to the Nikki Glazer podcast I really appreciate you guys being here and we'll see you again soon don't be careful <laughs> looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control enter Conair Girl Bomb your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for women 
From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.